Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Father, we thank you for today. We are hungry and desperate about Father for what you're going to speak. We are so desperate for your presence. King Jesus, you are honored. You are honored in this place. King Jesus, you are you are so honored. We love you, Jesus. We love you. We honor your presence. We honor who you are, majesty, king of kings, lord of lords. You are here and we, we honor who you are. I want us to take time and just talk to the Lord Jesus. Let's honor his presence. Let's honor who he is. Let's honor this majesty. He's worthy of our devotion. We don't need the music. We don't need the worship band. But we can honor Jesus. We can worship him. Can we just take time to worship Jesus? Jesus. 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 He's the name above every other name. He's the name that deserves honor. He's the name that deserves worship. The price that he paid on the cross of Calvary is enough for him to be worshipped. And he deserves our love this morning. He deserves our devotion. And I want us, each one of us, to express our love to this Lord. To express our devotion. Lord Jesus, here we are. As your bride. As your people. Wholeheartedly. Keeping nothing aside. Here we are. You have our devotion. For you alone, you're worthy, and you alone, you're worthy, you alone, you're worthy, Christ, our So holy, so holy, you are. 
sing it. He's holy. For you alone, your home, so holy. For you alone, you're so holy. Jesus, that you are holy, you are so worthy, you are so majestic, you deserve all glory, all honor, all praise. We honor your presence, King Jesus. We honor your presence. We honor your presence. We honor your presence, Jesus. We honor your presence. We honor your presence. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Father, fill us with the pleasure of your presence. Fill us with the pleasure of who you are. Let our, let our pleasure be you, Jesus. Let our pleasure, our devotion, all that we are, we laid before you this morning. We ask for more of you. We ask for more of you, Jesus. We ask for more of your presence. We cannot be satisfied. We don't want to be satisfied, Lord. We don't want to be satisfied. We are asking for more of your presence. Encounter us this morning, Lord Jesus. We are, we, we, we are so desperate. We're just so, so, so desperate for more of you, Jesus. Will you not visit us this morning with your rich presence? With your rich presence that will make us so aware of who you are. King Jesus. <laughs> King Jesus. King Jesus. King Jesus. Open the eyes of our understanding this morning that we can behold you. We can behold you in your glory. We can behold you in your majesty. We can behold you in, in who you are. Open the eyes of our understanding. And I pray this over everyone who is watching online and who is here right now. And I pray above Father that you would open the deepest recesses of our heart, Lord, and unlock it to your glory. Lock our eyes with yours, Jesus. We want to gaze into your holiness. This morning we want to gaze into your holiness. We want to be so aware of your holiness. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Isn't Jesus beautiful? Amen. Isn't Jesus majestic? Isn't he so awesome? I mean, he deserves such a big shout of praise. And if you can afford to do it, let's shout to Jesus. I mean, let us, let us express our love to him. Amen. He deserves. He deserves our love. He deserves our devotion. He deserves who we are. Everything. Everything that we are. Everything. He did not, he wasn't playing marbles on the, on the cross. Yeah? He gave his life. He shed his blood. He gave his all. And why wouldn't he deserve our devotion? Amen? And I'm here <laughs> with so much of joy, as much as, you know, <laughs> you see all these expressions, I love Jesus, and I adore him to bits. And I'm sure that that's the reason why you're here. Each one of you, you're here because you love Jesus, and that's the reason that we come to church. Yes? No? <laughs> Some of you come here because somebody forced you to come here. Some of you come here because... Uh, maybe because this is the normal thing. This is what we think is normal as a Christian. This is what we are meant to do. But we come here because we love Jesus. I think that's the right motive that we should have. Yeah, we should we should come here to church because we love His Word, and His Word says, "Gather." Amen. So I'm here to continue to where we left last time, 
and we were speaking on or we were meditating together on God's holiness and we saw that it isn't about the moral standards alone it's not just about being holy being set apart oh sorry we looked at of of not just moral values but being set apart we looked at this word in hebrew that means kadosh that means being set apart for a specific purpose and so we looked at different aspects in the scripture where uh, there's a day that is set aside that god set aside a day of rest so that after creation that all of us rest and my sister loves the fact that i keep talking about rest she's hoping that i'll practice it yay i'm getting there <laughs> yeah uh, i am a workaholic and i love working and i can go non stop until i fall sick hallelujah <laughs> i can go on and on and on and she is my most beloved sister who wants me to rest and she keeps showing me i hope yay you do it and so the lord has set aside different things with a different purpose he set aside uh, the holy place the holy of holies so that he can encounter his people yeah and he set aside us as his bride for his return amen and all that are that consider yourself to be his bride say amen Jesus is coming back for his bride that is holy God is holy can we say that God is holy He is set apart he is class apart he is one he he is not like any one of us he is so different amen he can forgive the most unforgiving person uh, unforgivable person <laughs> he can be the he can be the one that is so gracious yeah sometimes i find it so difficult to forgive certain people i am like jesus don't tell me to forgive them who <laughs> but i mean that is god he is class apart he's got his standards at at a different level that our teeny little brain cannot understand yeah and so we looked at various aspects of how we can walk in that holiness when we walk with his word when we walk with the spirit when we walk in fellowship where we give permission to someone who can say die yeah shape up no man were you absent in that class okay listen to that message so i'm i'm continuing from there about talking about the holiness of god let's look at revelation chapter 15 and verse 4 revelation chapter 15 and verse 4 and it says this the, the the what i'm going to cover today is about someone who has encountered the holiness of god will definitely you know have this attribute and let me read who will not fear you lord so this is called the song of the lamb or it is sung by those who have overcome who have won the victory have won the battle and they are singing unto this almighty god the holy god the awesome god and uh, this is their declaration who will not fear you o lord and glorify your name for you alone are holy So these are people that have encountered God's holiness and their declaration is God who will not fear you. And so the topic that I have today for you for each one of us that we're going to learn together is about the fear of the Lord. Amen. And I believe that God is in a restorative process of restoring his bride to the awareness of his presence. Amen. He is restoring the fear of the Lord. he is restored it's not a bad word okay by the way for those of you who are like oh fear of the lord <laughs> i mean that is such a scary word i mean that is not an easy word but i want you to know the fear of the lord is a love response as much as holy is a love word it is his nature it's his wholesomeness it is his characteristic yeah it is god almighty who is the god of love tell your neighbor you are holy as he is holy and god has set us apart to walk in one of the attributes which i believe is the fear of the lord yeah once you encounter the majesty of god you your natural response will be to honor him yeah so we're going to define what the fear of the lord is before which i want to bring what it is not it is definitely not being afraid of god yay if we were to be afraid of god god would not tell us hey draw close to me yeah 
anyone who is afraid will stay miles apart from what you are afraid of right i am afraid of dogs if i see dog coming that way i'll be th- going that way yeah if you if you are afraid of something you would make sure you are class i mean you are apart you are away from what you are afraid of yeah if you are afraid of dark you will make sure that the lights are on right if you are afraid of somebody you you will make sure that ah verunnanda i mean that person is coming let's let's move away yeah if you are if you are whatever you are afraid of you would not be near that thing yes or no if that's so why would god if he wanted us to be afraid of him tell us to fear him so the fear of the lord is not being afraid of god amen when you read exodus chapter 19 and 20 you would see this difference of people who feared god and people who were afraid of god the people of israel they were afraid of god the people uh, moses feared god and so when you look at both responses moses came closer to the presence of god but the people of israel ran away let's read uh, exodus chapter 20 and verse 18 to 21 Exodus chapter 20 verse 18 to 21 It says this is after the Israelites have been brought out of out of Egypt and now God is, is telling Moses okay Moses I want you to consecrate these people I want them to come close to me and so God wants to encounter his people tell your neighbor he wants to encounter you Has shake them up and say that hey God wants to encounter you as so a god is is telling moses i want to meet with my people i want to encounter them and so he's saying set yourself apart consecrate yourself sanctify yourself wash up do whatever you need to do so that you can meet with me and then god tells them come up the mountain or come close and this is what we we see as a response okay all the people perceived the thunder and the lightning so there was lights and sounds all of that and the people saw it they trembled and stood at a distance yeah the people heard the lights and sounds they were aware of god's presence and they stood at a distance and then moses tells them i want you to take a note of this verse exodus 2020 easy to remember right 2020 moses tells the people do not be afraid tell your neighbor do not be afraid for god has come to test you and in order to find out whether the fear of him remains inside of you so god is making us aware of his presence so that we can rever him we can honor his presence we can treat him with value with respect with with who he is really you know uh, worthy of uh, who he is yeah and uh, but then moses gives them all of this and he says so that you might not sin but the people stood at a distance but what was moses response moses approached the thick cloud where god was wow <laughs> yeah moses who feared god came closer to god the people of israel who were afraid of god went away from god stood at a distance those who fear god have nothing to hide it's when we sin that we are afraid of god ayyo he's going to send fire he's going to burn us up yeah he's going to consume us when we have something to hide when we have something that we are afraid of in our life that doesn't match up with this god is where we stay away israel had things in their lives that they were afraid of and so they hid they stood at a distance moses was an open before book before god he was angry in front of god dish yeah i mean he expressed his anger before god he he broke the 10 commandments can you believe it yeah and moses was so vulnerable before god 
he was not afraid of God, but he feared God. And so he understood. He had an encounter with God at the burning bush. And so Moses says, hey, don't be afraid. I know this God. He's not here to consume us. He's not here to burn us up. He's not here to, even though all of that can happen, we read in the Bible that yes, we have preachers here. yeah. We have passionate revivalists here. And it is not because God is here to consume us. But, but Moses is saying, don't be afraid. Draw close to God. Tell your neighbor, draw close to God. Uh, no, 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 no. This is not the way that you tell your neighbor. who, If you're really passionate about your neighbor drawing close to God, tell them with conviction, draw close to God. I believe that God is restoring the fear of the Lord in this generation. Why? Because he's coming soon. Amen. Jesus is coming soon and he's coming for a bride that is spotless, that is wrinkle, I mean wrinkle free. Yeah, not wrinkled. I mean. <laughs> it's not wrinkled up, but it is wrinkle free. Where, where the bride does not have a spot, does not have, is pure. Yeah, is holy like he is. And holy, holiness can be cultivated when you walk with the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit is with us. Tell your neighbor, the Holy Spirit is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you to help you walk in the fear of the Lord. Amen. And so what it is not is fear of the Lord is not being afraid of God. It is not your natural fear, like, you know, fear of the dog. It is not a demonic fear. It is not something that will torment you. Oh, I have to walk in the fear of the Lord. It's not something that is tormenting, you know. It, 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 the, in 2 Timothy 1.7, the spirit is not a spirit of fear. Yeah? So it is clear from scriptures itself that the fear of the Lord is not something that torments us. It is not a religious fear. Where some of our own disciplines, where we have to have a Bible reading, you have to have your prayer time, all of that are religious activities that we can end up doing if we do not do it out of your love. Amen? Even coming to church can be because, what if Pastor TB calls me? <sighs> <laughs> a religious activity because somebody is following up. Somebody is saying, hey, where were you? Where were you last Sunday? I mean, how come you're not here? Because of your religious fear. That is not the fear of the Lord. You can end up doing things because you, you want to please people. It can be because of a fear of man. Yeah? Some of the things that we end up doing can be because what will that person think about me, you know? What if I don't lift my hand? When the worship leader tells me to lift my hand, everybody is lifting their hands. So I let me lift my hands. I mean, that's not what we do. That's a religious fear. It's a fear of man. It's, it's, it's your concern about the other person's opinion over your, what God thinks about your life. Amen. Tell your neighbor, let's grow in the fear of the Lord. So what is the fear of the Lord? The fear of the Lord is a reverential fear. It's, because of your awareness of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, let's be aware. Aware, aware of what, right? <laughs> let's be aware of who this God is. Amen. The fear of the Lord comes when you get to encounter this God. Knowing this God. Knowing that he is the king of kings. When we meet up with the prime minister of a nation, there's a certain way that we behave, right? You don't treat them, Nalia, how are you doing? I mean, you don't do that, especially in a public setting, right? But many times when we come to the church, when we come to worship, we come with a casual attitude. My question is not to bring a legalistic perspective, but it's just to ask ourselves, how do we treat this awesome king? How do we rever his presence? What's our attitude? Forget church. We are the temple of the living God. Amen? Are we? If that is so, how is our day today? How do we live every single day? Do we live in the awareness of this majestic God? Do we live in the awareness of the fact that He's a holy God? Do we live in the awareness that, hey, He deserves a life that represents Him? Tell your neighbor, that we are holy. Tell your neighbor, hey, we are holy. Are we? <laughs> Somebody who is afraid of God has something to hide. 
my question to all of us is if we really need to grow in the fear of the lord one of the things that we have to be aware of is in proverbs 16 and verse 6 the fear of the lord keeps away from evil and evil means anything that god does not like god does not like us hating our brothers yay man yeah that can be even your brother that has hurt you your sister that has hurt you somebody that has offended you amen how do we treat god's word somebody who fears the lord your question might be what are the signs of somebody who who fears the lord how does it look like how do i know whether i fear god two things simple things i will tremble at his presence and i'll tremble at his word i would be so aware of god in my life in my every day when i'm alone in my room and i have this amazing tool am i aware of the fact that god is with me amen am i aware of what he is watching when i am watching something am i aware am i god conscious that shows that's a clear sign of the fact that i am aware of god of this king of kings who surrounds me who walks with me who says that you are the temple that i want to dwell in am i aware in my conversation that i have at home edi ninnod already parney i mean i mean didn't i you know the way that we we behave with our spouse with our uh, children the conversations that we have with our friends are we aware of the fact that jesus is with us because he said i will never leave you nor forsake you that's scary right <laughs> i will never leave me jesus leave me i don't want to be that holy it's okay for me to that uh, it's okay that's your choice if you want to really be the bride that is spotless i am looking forward lord jesus i want to be with you amen i hope i am not bringing in judgment into your mind <laughs> uh, that's not my intention my intention is so that we will all long to be holy we would long to be the bride that jesus paid the price amen jesus is the bridegroom and he wants his wife to be pure and holy if any of you husbands had your wife suddenly come to you and say and all the husbands please pay attention <laughs> if your wife suddenly comes and says i know that i got married to you but uh, i love my school boyfriend and i love to sleep around with him what would be your expression pat huh? fivefold ministry right yergi podi i mean get out house i mean you would do everything in your capacity to make sure that she is aware and you want her devotion you want her total attention how much more jesus who paid the price for us who shed his blood who died and said hey i want to redeem you from the wrath of god like pastor tibi was saying we've been redeemed from the wrath of god we've been redeemed from the from that from the hell from 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 that place that we should not be as a price and every time we do something that hurts god it's like sending those nails back to jesus or telling him i don't value what you did for me i don't have the fear of the lord in me simple terms a simple definition fear of the lord is honoring who jesus is what he did for us who he is to us he died for us he loves us amen one we tremble at his presence for those of us who want scriptures psalm 89 and verse 7 god is greatly to be feared in the assembly of saints and to be held in reverence by all those all around once in one of the meetings uh, being a leader when you are in the planning department you have to keep a tab of every department right so one day 
I was busy on the phone and, you know, communicating with different departments. And uh, the Lord said, Lira, you do it here, but you don't do it all the time. And suddenly I was like, okay, God, that's a serious thing that he's trying to get my attention to. Ever since I tried to make sure that I do all the planning ahead of time and I'm not communicating during the meeting. Why? Because I want to value Jesus for who he is. And when I'm in a meeting, I might be a leader of a meeting. I might be doing the planning. It's okay to do all of that. I mean, if you're part of it, I don't, I do that. So I, I'm just saying that this is something the Lord told me. Nothing is going to happen if some mistake happens. People will still enjoy the presence of God. The need to be a perfect, I'm, I'm a perfectionist, you know, to have a perfect meeting is why we are always on the phone trying to plan, making sure there's nothing missing, nothing broken, yeah? There is a shalom meeting and we want to make sure that we did our best. And the Lord had to rebuke me to tell me that, Lena, it's okay to make some mistakes. Yeah? But honor my presence. Many a times we are in God's presence and we are fiddling around with the phone. Hey, nothing is going to happen. If you have an emergency coming from the hospital, I understand. But let's get to value God for who he is. And I'm not talking of a church service. I'm talking of an everyday. In your workplace, some of the relationships that we have to probably say no to, especially married people, let's say no to extramarital relationships. Let's be friends. Or you be your friend to you. You be the friend to your spouse. Let your spouse be your best friend. You can have friends. Let's value the relationship that God has given us in covenant. Amen? Father, I pray right now for everyone that is watching online. And everyone that is seated here, Daddy God, make us aware of your presence. Make us so aware of your presence in our workplace, in our homes, in our families. Our Father, help us to know you died for us, Lord Jesus. For you deserve all glory. You deserve all honor. You deserve, you deserve. Jesus, you deserve. We are here to love you. Lord Jesus, we are here to honor your presence. We are here on this earth to honor your presence. And Daddy, we just want to yield ourselves this morning. If there's anyone here, if you have been walking a life that is not pleasing to Jesus, I want us to take time to talk to the Lord. The Bible says, if you are truly repented, if you confess your sins, he is faithful to forgive you. If there's anyone that is being condemned by the enemy, I want us to talk to the Lord. Let us take our lives the way it needs to be treated. Let's treat our lives with honor. Jesus paid a price so that we can be his bride. The things of this world will fade away. Father, we want to draw close to you. And we confess, Father God, things that have broken your heart, we confess. We ask your forgiveness. And I pray, Abba Father, that you would release the awareness of your presence in such a rich way, Father God. Let the awareness of your presence increase in our lives, Jesus. Father, let the awareness of your presence increase every day, every day, every day, every hour, that we would be so aware of who you are. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Leviticus chapter 10 talks about two people, Nadab and Abihu. They were the sons of Aaron. And they were supposed to be priests. But they treated God's presence irreverently. 
and they had they they offered a sacrifice that the bible says was a strange sacrifice was not what god wanted and god sent his fire consumed both of them and i want us to read leviticus chapter 10 and verse 3 after aaron's sons passed away this is what moses tells aaron and you i mean i would think of a brother who is supposed to be comforting his brother yeah after he lost his two sons aaron lost his two sons because they did something wrong and this is what moses says moses said to aaron this is what the lord spoke saying by those who come near me i must be regarded as holy i must be regarded as someone who is honorable who is valuable who needs to be revered who needs to be treated the way that i need to be treated amen god is holy can we say that he is holy and then it goes on to say before all the people i must be glorified and aaron held his peace wow instead of grieving instead of feeling sorrowful aaron got it he said i think we deserve it why because in the previous chapters god had already mentioned this this is why moses quotes it he says that this is what god said god is supposed to be treated as holy and so aaron held his peace we see that in the old testament but we also see something similar in in the new testament in acts chapter 5 where ananias and sapphira they had the right act they brought the offering hallelujah big offering you sell your property you get good money right so they brought a big offering but the only thing is that they failed to recognize that god was watching the show they thought they could somehow do with the leaders they wouldn't know but for some reason the bible says ananias and sapphira died the lord judged judged them at that point and i want us to read ezekiel 8:12 many a times the reason why we we walk in the lack of the fear of the lord or the awareness of god is because we think god does not see tell your neighbor that's a lie god sees amen he is omnipresent he is omniscient he is aware he is aware of everything that's why jesus could look at a crowd and he the bible says he knew the intents of their heart he could see he sees tell your neighbor god sees ezekiel 8 and 12 then the lord said to ezekiel son of man have you seen what the leaders of israel are doing with their idols in dark rooms the leaders of israel were worshiping idols Israel supposed to be set apart holy a bride that was supposed to his own people worshiping idols you should read Ezekiel 8 it talks about all these different kinds of gods the leaders were worshiping or sacrificing to these idols and god is saying this is what the leaders are saying hey god does not see and that's the reason that many of us do what we do and we treat god irreverently in our conversations in the way that we speak using bad language hey jesus died for us i mean sergeant was giving us the announcements what a baptism you know the good thing is that we kept our tongue inside right <laughs> when we were going under the water the tongue was inside so we can say whatever we can that's what we think but what what to do god has set us aside with every bit of us right he paid the price for your tongue for your eyes for your ears for every every open you know channel where where sin comes into and uh, so that is one thing that we we fail to understand somebody who fears the lord what are the signs one you tremble in his presence you are aware of his presence you are aware of the fact that god sees amen and he deserves a life that is worthy enough to be lived as his children luke 12 jesus wants his disciple he says hey a time is coming where everything is going to be exposed tell your neighbor everything is going to be revealed 
which means what you are shouting and screaming at your husband and wife hallelujah amen <laughs> your your behavior with your friends everything is going to be revealed what you did in secret those words says that what you whispered behind closed doors you know that lady she's walking like that you know whispered behind closed doors you know the gossips the malicious words that we speak about one another all the dishonor that we give, we we uh, try to speak about other people you know all of that will be exposed this is a bible okay i'm not trying to create fear or unhealthy emotions here but i am okay if we understand the scriptures yeah and jesus tells his disciple hey don't be afraid of those who are going to kill you in other words some people who fall into relationships that are unhealthy they are afraid to break those relationships i've had you know in my school days i used to be afraid when when you know you liked somebody you know and you have this crush towards somebody and then finally you end up in a relationship and then you know it is ungodly and you are like i am so committed once i give my word i will not break my word but that person is somebody that is unequally yoked yeah the bible clearly says don't be unequally yoked right make sure that you walk with the right person but then we are afraid of that person what will happen to that person what if that person commit commits suicide these are fears that i had nothing is going to happen because they are also scared about dying yeah <laughs> they are also afraid to commit suicide so they won't commit suicide so we jesus says don't be afraid of people that will manipulate you that will torment you that will kill you many a times we are afraid of the blackmailing what if they go around and tell others about what we did you get into a sexual relationship that is beyond you know that is not okay beyond marriage and then you are like okay if i confess to pastor what if he brings it up to the whole world jesus says don't be afraid why because if you expose the lie of the enemy you it's like giving him one good whack at yeah <laughs> it's like giving him a good good uh, revenge that's why the bible says do not be deceived tell your neighbor let's not be deceived and this this was jesus says don't be afraid all of all of all those people that threaten you you don't have to be concerned about what they think about you and verse 5 luke 12 i tell you whom to fear fear god who has the power to kill you and then throw you into hell bible clearly says jesus says let me tell you who you should be afraid of or fear rever be in off off whose opinion should matter to you fear god fear the one who decides where you need to go heaven or hell fear the great one who is the judge have a healthy fear amen let your thoughts be driven towards this almighty god second timothy chapter 3 paul also warns timothy he says in the last days it's going to be very difficult and who is speaking paul paul was beaten up five times with 39 lashes and that too with the ones with the hooks yeah where where the flesh will definitely come out whips 39 whips five times and he is saying last days difficult days you think it's going to be persecution but paul says people will be lovers of self selfies <laughs> lovers of self lovers of money boastful arrogant disobedient to parents oh parents will be very concerned this is end time promise prophecy yay 2024 i am excited lord jesus ecclesia rising now what lord jesus hallelujah just wait december 29th right pastor december 29th you'll get to know what if you have not heard yet and then paul goes on to tell timothy people will be lovers of pleasure than lovers of god in other word people will be so people conscious them conscious self conscious 
than God conscious. This is a true sign of end times. And Jesus is coming soon. For whom? For us. We need to walk in this reverence towards God. In this awareness of God. The second sign of somebody who fears the Lord is he will tremble at his word. And it's not just the written word. If the word of God says, forgive, we forgive. Amen? There's no conditions apply. Forgive that person who hurt you. If, if they cut your finger off also, there's no condition. Whatever nasty thing somebody does to you, forgive. That's what the Bible says. We will tremble at his word. Isaiah 66. What does it look like by trembling at God's word? It's like Abraham's life. Somebody who trembles at God's word will obey instantly. Amen? Somebody who trembles at God's word will obey instantly. Whether it makes sense or not. Come on, yeah. 25 years of having waited. God has blessed you with a son. Somebody that you've longed for. You've been waiting for this promise. You have done everything in your capacity for this promise to, to come into your life. And yet it's not happened. You went for all the shortcuts. And still, it didn't happen. And, yet, and finally, God blesses you. It's like, you know, Jaren, if the Lord tells you, I mean, give that car away to so and so. Ayo, Jesus. I mean, I, may, I, I worked so hard to make sure that I bought that dream car. And suddenly God tells you, hey, give it away. You know, you have worked, you have toiled day and night. You have done everything in your capacity. Suddenly the Lord says, you built a house in a beautiful house. And the Lord says, pack your bags, give that house to somebody and you go to Dubai. Hallelujah. Go to Dubai, plant a church there. Doesn't make sense. You obey God's word even if it doesn't make sense. Your daughter is in the 12th grade. Your son is in the 10th grade. Not a good time to make a transition. I'm talking of Dr. John and Dr. Hannah. Yeah? Somebody who trembles at God's word will obey no matter what. Whether your teeny little brain can understand it or not, you still obey. If he tells you to leave your job, no questions, Lord. I surrender. That's where our heart's condition should come to. Amen? We obey instantly. We obey without any conditions. We obey whether we have a benefit or not. Malayalis, we need benefit, right? Buy one, get three free. Yeah, I mean, not even get one free. Lord, three free. Where is it, Lord? Which shop? Which shop? Brother, which shop did you say? Yeah, that, that's... We look for benefits. But then somebody who trembles at God's word is like, God, whether it has a benefit to it, doesn't matter. When you look at Dr. John's... or hear Dr. John's stories, you think that everything is so green on the other side. No, it's not. It's a lot of hard work lot of pain. It's a lot of emotions. It's a lot of things to handle. Pioneering is not easy. But obedience is worth. Amen. The church is growing well. Hallelujah. Amen. People are definitely being healed. People are being restored. I mean, definitely there's, there's a payback for those who fear the Lord. Matthew chapter 7. Verse 21 to 23, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, we might have the right words. Many will say to me, Lord, did we not prophesy? Did we not cast demons out? Did we not do miracles? We might be people in the full-time ministry. We might be serving God. We might be in the worship team. We might be you know, in the host team. We might be doing cell groups. We might be doing the right things. We might be saying the right things. But Jesus says, this is Jesus talking to his disciples. He says, verse 23, But I will declare to them, I never knew you. The root word 
know there it is knowing intimately i did not know you intimately just because we do the right things doesn't mean that god knows us intimately definitely we should do the right things yeah we should serve god we should love jesus we should read his word we should pray all of that is needed why to know him more to come closer to him amen all of that is definitely needed and then jesus goes on to say depart from me everyone who practices lawlessness everyone say lawlessness what is lawlessness it means having a law above what the lord has said which means when god says forgive but lord you know whenever there's this but lord that is lawlessness that's the heart's condition that comes or leads towards or points towards having another law another standard when the lord says go into all the world you're like but lord i can't speak but lord but lord but lord but lord i do this so when i'm saying this it's not because i've done all of this okay i'm preaching to myself yeah i've been convicted even as i've been preparing for a couple of months this has been one message that the lord has been saying i am restoring the fear of the lord to my church i am restoring it for the end time move we are we are going to see a revival that is going to be unprecedented something that we've never ever seen before and one of the keys to unlock this is walking in the fear of the lord there are so many benefits of uh, walking in the fear of the lord we'll send you the notes it will be covered during your castles if you're not part of a castle reach out to us we will send it to you but let me mention one of the benefits of the fear of the lord walking in the fear because we are malayalis no i mean at least most of us are <laughs> we need to know what benefit we have in having the fear of the lord psalm 25 and verse 14 says the friendship of the lord is reserved for those who fear him amen another translation says the secrets of the lord the secrets of the lord i want to know his secrets in the bible there are so many instances where god says hey i don't want to do this without sharing it with so and so he did that with abraham when he was going to destroy sodom and gomorrah he said i don't want to do this without talking to my friend ab you know abraham let me speak to him and tell him hey i think we need to send some fire we need to and abraham intervenes because of which he had the opportunity to save his nephew amen how many of us want to be friends with god john chapter 15 verse 14 says that if you are my friends you will obey my commandment he who fears the lord trembles at his presence is aware of his presence he who fears the lord is radically obedient to whatever he says if he says go we go if he says jump we jump if he says stand upside down stand upside down it doesn't matter what do we have to lose when we fully follow jesus amen we are his bride we are set apart we have to behave the way he wants us to behave in our generation so that somehow we will reach every nation somehow we will make sure that everyone is disciple for jesus amen amen so how do we walk in the fear of the lord very simple isaiah 11 and verse 2 and 3 talks about the spirit of the lord god almighty who was upon jesus was a spirit of wisdom counsel knowledge strength and then it says the the fear of the lord verse 3 says jesus delighted in the fear of the lord hey he's a son of man son of god and yet he delighted in the fear of the lord if jesus delighted in the fear of the lord shouldn't we as his bride copy paste yes that's his delight let's long for the fear of the lord and what is the fear of the lord is that reverence giving him the value that he deserves giving him the honor that he deserves in our everyday in all that we do in our homes in our workplaces 
in our relationships it is my prayer that kerala will be a divorce zero place i don't want to say divorce free free aid or divorce you know that's not what i want i want to make sure that this is a zero divorce place and i want relationships to be healthy i want homes to be strong i want family units to be a place that is a safe place where children can be loved valued honored treated the way that they need to be treated with amen let's rise up to our feet how do we walk in the fear of the lord walk with the holy spirit the spirit of the fear of the lord it is my prayer that we would walk in this understanding of the fear of the lord that will open up wisdom knowledge wealth riches there are so many benefits but more than anything we would know god intimately the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge it is the beginning of knowing jesus the fear of the lord is the bible says is the way to get to know the lord more intimately and so father here we are this morning father this afternoon we yield ourselves and we want to ask for the fear of the lord to increase in our lives want to be so aware of your presence jesus want to be so aware of your presence so aware jesus 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 release the spirit of the fear of the lord in all of our lives lord even people that are watching online we ask for the spirit of the fear of the lord to come upon us in a very fresh way lord make us aware of your presence help us to love your word to fall more in love with you jesus to be your bride that is spotless as devoted to you jesus it is set apart you're coming back for here we are jesus we want to rededicate your heart to the lord and tell him lord i have sinned against you he is faithful to forgive you he is a good father he loves and that's why he died and he wants you to be closer to him if you are aware of things that you have done in secret that probably the lord will not be happy about i want us to speak to the lord and tell him father i repent i come back to you i come back to you i want to yield my heart totally to you jesus 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 i want to look at your abakbia hashbi kabani and there are some of you are afraid i want to reiterate what moses said do not be afraid of god draw closer to you his blood is enough to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness nothing but the blood of jesus what can wash away our sin nothing but the blood of jesus what can make me whole nothing but the blood of jesus what can wash what can wash away every sin lord
And I devote myself to you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence, feasting at your table, surrounded by your glory, in your presence, that's where I Father, we yield ourselves before you. I want to be with you, Lord Jesus. Every day, every hour, let nothing else take my devotion from you, Lord. That's my prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Have a blessed week ahead. And let 2024 be a year of dedicated, a dedicated life, a turnaround in your life. Amen. Like a bride to the bridegroom. Let your devotion be so towards Jesus. Undivided. And nothing else matters. Let it not just be songs. But let it be in everything that we do. Undivided attention to the Master. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wicc.in.